Hello, and welcome to Talk to Tay Tuesdays. As always, thank you for spending five to seven minutes of your week with me, unless we have guests. And friends, today we do have a guest, a person I've been trying to get in here for over a year. Um, her name is Miss Wendy McCulley. Miss McCulley is, uh, she's from Tennessee. She uh, actually attended college at Harvard, and then she went on to get her MBA at um, Penn. So she's an Ivy League lover. Anyway, um, Wendy's here to talk today about um, education. Wendy is currently the Chief of Engagement and Internal Partnerships uh, for the Fresno Unified School District, which happens to be the third largest school district in the great state of California. So, you know, I've talked enough. Let's bring Wendy aboard. Hey, Wendy, how you doing today? I'm good, Tate. Thank you for having me. So, Wendy, you know, um, probably the, the most important thing to any parent is their children. Um, I know you and I, we've had discussions about the plight of especially minority children um, are the test scores aren't stellar. They're not great, um, especially, again, with minority kids. I know that you believe probably the most important thing for a child is to learn to read and to comprehend what they're reading. Absolutely. If you can't read, you can't do very much else. For example, math. You can't read the word problems, you can't do math very well, and your scores will go down. So reading is the basic building block of anything academic. Okay, well, you know what? I'm going to go back and talk about your childhood, because you came out of Tennessee. You, I mean, it's, it, it wasn't a, I'm not going to say that you had just a desert life, I, I know from what you've told me, uh, but you struggled. And yet you have, I believe, three Ivy League degrees. You've gone on and your passion now is helping other parents um, give their children the opportunity to fulfill their dreams. Uh, so in your younger years, what was it about education that fascinated you or made you want to be a better student? Well, one of the first things is my grandmother kept stressing education, education, education. She never graduated from elementary, but she knew that there was value in us pursuing our education. And when I was around six, I made a decision that I was going to be smart, right? I saw that we were awarded and rewarded for sports and for entertainment, and I didn't want to do that, right? I didn't want to reinforce those stereotypes, though they are great uh great professions for us and we've done very well in them so I decided I was going to be smart and that uh, really motivated me okay good great you know Winnie now and this is going to, uh, not to turn this into a debate <laughs> or anything but you know as I do uh, you know I believe that the most important thing I think a lot of times teachers get a bad rap I think a lot of the parents stay say oh the teacher's not teaching my kids and that and, and the, or it's a bad school I don't believe that at all. I believe a lot of times, I wholeheartedly believe if you're a parent and if you don't know that your kid can't read, I think that's a problem with the parent and not so much the school district. Um, there's a, what Occam's Razor that says a lot of times instead of looking at the most simplistic answer, we add demons to that answer. Um, and I think that's what a lot of parents do. Um, so what are your thoughts? I think... Um it takes a village, as everyone says. And according to research, the teacher is the number one factor for a kid's success in school, and the parent is the number one factor for a kid's success out of school. 
So I think it takes all of us. And some of the programs that we developed for African-American students prior to my chief position, I was uh, the executive director of the Office of African-American Academic Acceleration. And the reading program that we have for them incorporates the parent. So the teacher teaches the parent also how to teach their kids how to read. So it can extend the work done in the classroom to home. Okay. So I guess my next question is if I'm a parent, and my kid, how, how would I, how should I, what should I be looking for to know that my kid is on par with, say, every other student in the school? Should I be, okay, let me give an example. When I was a kid, I believe reading anything is good. Um, I read the sports page a lot. Every day, I read the Times and the Herald Examiner. I read comic books. And a lot, at that time, a lot of people said, well, you're wasting your time. But now I look back and it taught me how to be disciplined in reading. So what is your advice to parents that, that they don't know? They're trying to figure out, is my kid on par? What should they be doing? Uh, they should not be looking at grades. Grades are very subjective. So we have you know, kids in our district who will go on, um, have great grades, but go on and then have trouble with, with the basics in college. So it's not grades. I, would, I know people don't like testing, but look at the assessments that are happening um, in their schools. They're going to give them an assessment at least twice a year. And then there's the state assessment, the SBAC. So look at where your kid is there. And a lot of schools have, or not a lot of schools, but some districts now have a, a product called iReady. And it will tell you what grade level your kid is on. So, example, if your kid is in the fourth grade but they're reading in third grade level, it will tell you that and what skills they're missing. Bottom line is you need to figure out from the, with the teacher what skills are missing and make sure the child is getting building up on those essential skills, which will make all the difference. Okay. Now, something I was surprised about a couple of years ago, um, I told you a story about how I got kicked off the school bus. I went to school in the Valley and uh, I was suspended, which meant I wouldn't be able to go to school for three days. And my mother went to the school and was like, that's ridiculous. Uh, he needs to go to school. Just put him in detention. Let him go to school and don't let him go to basketball practice or track practice. Um, I think after hearing that story, you develop these learning centers where kids, I think you were telling me before that kids would be at home all day. They would, they would, have, they would be happy to be suspended because they get to stay home. And so you created these learning centers. Can you talk about that? Yeah, there are academic centers for suspended students. African-American students are suspended disproportionately to every other student group, not just in Fresno, but across the country. Uh, so I, I developed uh, academic centers for suspended students where they go and they do not miss instruction. So example, if you are suspended for three days, you can come to our center. We have a certificated teacher, a para, there's lunch, there's uh, activities. It's like a school day, but it's, it's in a center uh, that's separate. And you do not miss a day of class, but you do not miss any homework. We also work with your teachers to get your homework, make sure it's completed. So the point was, as other people are trying to figure out how to stop the suspensions, there was no academic solution. So I created an academic solution to that. So thank you for your story, Tate. <laughs> I guess, well, you're welcome. Thank my mother for having enough courage to go to the school and say, no, he's taking his butt to school. Anyway, um, today, this month, as you know, is Women Heritage Month. And so we every week we're going to try to recognize women, any woman. So do you have any women or a woman or a person that you would like to recognize before we conclude? Um, all the mothers, right? And specifically my mother, Geraldine McCulley White, uh, who was my rock um, and taught me everything I know. But thank you to all the mothers out there. 
Well, Miss Wendy, thank you for coming in today. We appreciate you spending time with us. Uh, keep up the good work. I know that education is a passion of yours. Um, I know that you are trying to make sure that every child, whether white, black, green, purple, red, has the opportunity to pursue their dreams in life. And uh, so we just want to thank you for, for coming in today. Thank you. And thank you to all the educators. So friends, today's word come from the group down and they go, believe me, all my friends, in the ending of the story, there's no hater out there with a happy ending. It consumes you. It haunts you like the devil. It's the art of the process that kills off the rebels. Learn from this mistake. Learn from my mistake. Learn from our mistake. Learn from every mistake. Friends, I'll see you next Tuesday.